Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to this week's Cannabis News from High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PostiesGrowing.com. Of course, in this week's Cannabis News, we discuss some news stories from around the world, uh, some stuff about the half latent viroid that is spreading to cannabis plants in Canada at the moment. Uh, TG tells us about that. Monkey tells us about edibles making the size of monkey balls shrink. Not his balls specifically, but monkeys in general. We also have some news from the UK about one of the MPs calling on the Prime Minister to help these children who use cannabis for medicine get their medicine for free on the NHS rather than paying a stupid amount of money for it. And also some research has been done to show that cannabis might protect brain cells from diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. So there's a lot that's been going on over the last week in cannabis news. You're going to find out all about it in this episode of High and Hunger. Please, if you do enjoy the episode, make sure you like the episode on whichever podcast network you follow us on. Uh, subscribe, make sure you subscribe to us. And also, if you can, leave a review of the show on whichever podcast network you use to download the show. We'd massively appreciate that. So this section is the Cannabis News. On Wednesday, we're going to have an interview with Martin Condon from Ireland, also Martin's World, a good friend of the show. He has a court case coming up on the 9th of February for possession of cannabis. And we're going to find out all about that on Wednesday. So make sure you tune in for that. The Grow Guides on Friday is going to be all about where to buy cannabis seeds and cuttings from and what kind of seeds you should be looking at if you're a new grower. So that's all to come this week. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. or I'll catch you at the end of this. But for now, here's the news. Hope you enjoy. So here we are for the cannabis news and events. So, uh, Marge, you want to go first this time? It's, it's, uh, you don't yeah, usually sure. go first, do you? Uh, this it. article comes from Leafy, and it is about some new research that's come out. The active component of cannabis could protect brain cells from diseases such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to smoke myself crazy then. I don't want those things. <laughs> <laughs> According to research published in the Journal of uh, Free Radical Biology and Medicine, Scientists from California have found that the non-psychoactive cannabinoid CBN can protect brain cells in an aging brain, making it a potential treatment for neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, which is very exciting, of course, because there is no known cure for either of those diseases. Uh, Basically, they're finding that it can prevent oxidative stress, which is what they find is the leading cause of neurodegenerative disorders. And it also further said that CBN not only protects neurons, but if you remember from biology class, mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, it protects mitochondria as well. And what is it saying here? It's important because this part of the cell creates the majority of the chemical energy required to power the metabolic activities of the cell and therefore everything else your body does. ATP. Okay. It's pretty exciting too because they're finding because it's CBN, there's no intoxicating effect, which makes it partic- you know particularly of interest for lots of people who aren't necessarily looking to get high. So this specifically has to be CBN then. In this particular instance, yes. Hmm. yes. I'm going to have tested it with uh, other cannabinoids or just CBN. They surely have tested it with others, right? Yeah, yeah. I think this particular study, they looked at CBN in particular. Mm-hmm. 
um, but it is saying it works independently of the cannabinoid receptors, um, but it could also work with a wide variety of cells with ample therapeutic potential. And interestingly, you're starting to see CBN products on the market, like on the legal market here in Canada. There's like CBN gummies and CBN huh. oils and just stuff. You can paired with CBD as well, but. We're just starting to make it actually at work right now, or we're getting right. into making pure CBN to distribute for those exact products you just mentioned. No way, cool. Right. And it says wow. also here in 2020, it was estimated there was 145,000 people living with Parkinson's and over 900,000 people living with dementia in the UK. Damn. So this is just in the UK alone, never mind everywhere else. And it's interesting too, because my, we, my father-in-law was just put into a nursing home over the weekend and he's mm -hmm. also suffering from Alzheimer's. So, you know, watching somebody sort of go through a slow decline with either of these particular diseases because mm -hmm. there is no cure. It's anything yeah. that can show promise is mm -hmm. pretty exciting. So I've heard of uh, Alzheimer's patients using cannabis before, but not ever to prevent Alzheimer's. So this is actually good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard of a uh, Parkinson's, the Parkinsonian tremors can be kind of minimized in some cases by using oh. medical cannabis. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not the neural degeneration or it is, but it's not the, what this, I think was looking specifically at. Right. Anymore. That would just treat like the symptoms, not necessarily yeah. the cause. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if we can like nail this down a bit more and then once these, uh, other cannabinoids and may, hopefully THC, uh, eventually to be descheduled and, and treated more like a natural health product. And so you can go down to your pharmacy or your natural health store or whatever, and buy you know, right next to the melatonin, there's your CBD sort of shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and we actually know that taking CBN will help not necessarily prevent, but it could help prevent Alzheimer's and people who might be more uh, predisposed for those types of things. And yeah, so hopefully uh, this will spur some more research, uh, as I always say, but <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It's how much money it can make for people, unfortunately. Isn't it? That's usually how it goes. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's hard to like stand against Alzheimer's and Parkinson's people though, you know? So I don't know. Hopefully it's hard to stand up against children with epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Do. You know <laughs> what I mean? Point. It's a, yeah, very good point. It's all about the, money. the more they're finding, you know, any of these cannabinoids can help with so many different things. It's going to become increasingly more difficult. To ignore. Mm -hmm. maybe, should... maybe they can ignore the kids right now, but you know, once you have more and more groups of people who are benefiting from it, mm -hmm. Just yeah. makes sense. The more people in the fight, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People want to protect their parents and their older loved ones by saying, I heard this cannabis can work. True. People get involved when it affects them directly, don't they? I've been Absolutely. talking around to my father and myself. You, yeah. think you, was, well, you think your dad suffered? He's starting to suffer? Yeah, well, well, my granddad um, died because of Alzheimer's. My uncle died because of it. One of my aunts has it. I'm nearly sure my father has it because you can't yeah. remember fucking where he got it he uses fucking sat nav to drive himself to the supermarket like damn and the fucking Ooh, tragedy is is mm. they're from the generation where they wouldn't take the cannabis anyway because it's a dangerous drug you know, yeah it's been programmed been, into him mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now i have that it's cbn makes it more interesting too yeah mm. I, well I, I have talked him into using um he uses salves mm. yes, oh yeah uh, he, he gets them and he actually gets them from i think it's little collins Cool. Yes. Now for um his knee. This is so, be good guys then. Yeah, yeah. Slow, slowly, slowly. I'm, I'm getting them to to change. It's just taking a bit longer than expected. 
But yeah, you just start with the the simple stuff like the, you know, the lotions mm. and the balms and stuff. And they're like, wow, this stuff actually really works. And then, yeah. And then they're not so cynical anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll be smoking joints with you in no time. Don't worry. <laughs> no time, man. He's going to be able to hit the bong harder than you. <laughs> That's right. Your dad have a rip. It's, 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 it's funny that you say that, Marge, because a friend of mine who was drinking with him in the pub, they were actually talking amongst, not just him and him, but amongst a, a, a few of the lads, and they were talking about weed. And my dad turned around and went, oh, well, blah, blah, doesn't bother with drink anymore. All he does is smoke the weed, and geez, he does great on it. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. So Yeah. And so this yeah. guy was looking, and I'm going, oh, well, daddy knows I smoke, and he knows I'm not a fucking div, you know? <laughs> So like if he sees it and he sees other people because he knows the person that was sitting with him that he smokes as well, but he wasn't outing him to the others either. Maybe you know? it's time to have that conversation with your dad again then, mate. Yeah, it might be. Hmm. It might be. Just don't be too forceful with it, you know, just hmm. give it a shot, the man. Mother, the mother as well, because she suffers, she had a brain hemorrhage. You know? oh, and she suffers with um, horrendously with migraines. And what and it can do for arthritis, man, I'm, I yeah. tell you. Jeez, mm-hmm. right there in and of itself is worth it. I, I know that myself, monkey. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, it's fucking, it's, it is. You a should get, drug. get some CBD in there too. I don't know. Like, I just think of like my dad, uh, personally, he's still very stigmatized. Um, like, well, like every, all of our dads probably. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, with CBD, it's, it's got that other reputation, right? Doctors all behind it and stuff. And just, me personally, I've been smoking my CBD stuff lately and I've never had good luck. I've smoked a lot of legal CBD and just, it's like, meh, whatever. Didn't do anything for me stomach wise, which is why I primarily smoke, but I've had really bad back pain in the last while. And I've been smoking this CBD stuff and it's actually like taking my pain from like a seven to like a three. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, I wouldn't say that unless I was like, actually like I'm on, I'm just like, yeah, CBD. Cause I'm not, you, you guys know I'm not trying to sell anything or anything like that. Like I wouldn't say shit if it's not true. And I'm like surprised as fuck that this actually works. So that said, I want to try and like get my dad into it. Cause he's got horrible arthritis and shit like that. He can barely move his body anymore. Um, and being that it's CBD, maybe, maybe they will be more, you know, apt because it, I, there's nothing wrong with THC. In fact, THC is an extremely useful molecule. Maybe just don't useful. tell him it's some cannabis. Just be like, this is CBD. It's from a plant. It's plant-based yeah. medicine. Don't say anything yeah. about cannabis or anything like I that. I mean, mm-hmm. it yeah. smells like cannabis pretty bad though. So, you know. <laughs> well, what type of cannabis? Think, it all smells would different, you, man. Would you be getting him to smoke it though? I don't know. Probably. Like I got my dad on the CBD. He's 90 and he was very anti-weed most of my life, but he's mm-hmm. taking CBD oil and, you know, yeah. salves and stuff like that that I give him. So Sweet. Yeah, I should make some RSO maybe with it or something. But yeah. anyway, yeah, like that. Uh, that's... I don't know what my point was, but good to hear that everybody's dads are into it. Lovely. I I see. I am Sparky here is saying that he's getting um is he getting his uh yeah he's getting one of his parents onto CBD and THC this week with the help of one of the oncologists. Nice, nice. You know? yeah. That's Pretty fucking cool, cool man. We're taking steps forward, aren't we? Yeah, because I, when I see in the dispensary all the time, too, there's a lot of seniors that come in. They all look a little nervous when they're walking in. And then you, they're usually <laughs> happy when they leave. You know, no, so. It must be nice to come across you as well, Marge, and not some like, and I hate to be stereotypical, but some big beefy guy with tattoos and fucking looks like a Viking and shit and be like, what, what kind of weed you want? 
you know yeah 100 <laughs> he's not like the old uh the <laughs> legacy market thing because it's just nice nice little polite marge yeah you know? that's right <laughs> I, I, sorry i just say as well i just wanted to add in if um on sparky just send your best wishes from um yourself and the panel onto your your parent if they're if they're very sick they will be yes. sick if they're if they're if they're seeing an oncologist you know mm -hmm. so best best mm -hmm. wishes to the to, to your parent indeed uh so we also have some news i mean monkey do you want to go next with uh yes, you've got actually, some bad we, news about your your uh your kind well, first, well yeah first of all <laughs> since we had good news about weed let's go ahead and encounter it with some with a different article here so uh this one basically this comes us from uh if if uh ifi ifl science whatever the heck that is i fucking love science man what the fuck you don't know this this side no i don't know those things all oh, right <laughs> i didn't know that either. anyway uh the title of the article Edo edibles make gonads go bad in monkey testicle study <gasps> yeah wait a minute gonads were, tes were testicles yeah but i want to i have to say this this is not me okay <laughs> yeah. i have not been studied <laughs> my balls are fine <laughs> exactly no problem at all perfect but anyway the article goes on to say, it said, while an apple a day keeps the doctor away, an edible a day makes your testicles shrivel. At <gasps> least that's according <laughs> to a new report that which was found ingestible cannabis slashed testosterone levels and ball size in rhesus macaque <laughs> monkeys. Size <laughs> in, the, in the article? Yeah, that seriously says ball size here, mate. Yeah, it actually it does, does say ball yeah. size in the article. I read oh, it exactly. I would. I was going to use I the proper part. word testicle. But no, it size. says ball size. Yes, bam. I'm going to use that in literature from now on. Now, <laughs> it's from a scientific resource, mate. We're completely ball entitled size. to do that. Anyway, it says the study is the first of its kind assessing the impact of delta nine THC on testicular function, and they were looking at doses that they would reflect a human. Uh, who uses the substance on a regular basis as an edible? Uh, it was uh, Marge, how are you? was born in Oregon. <laughs> My balls are just fine, thank you. See, I don't believe this study. Then. Is this a fucking yeah, parody site or something? No, it's, a, it's an actual study here, though. But you have to remember size? this is done, this is done strictly on monkeys. TG can't get over that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I well, think, Marge, you should ask some of your fucking people that come in that eat edibles and lot. You should say, Here, have you noticed your fucking well, you, your, you should, your, oh, your, your, your fucking your balls fucking shrinking? <laughs> so you at least put a disclaimer on your website that say you might get ball shrinkage. Or... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be handy for some, man. This would be a new Surgeon General warning on edibles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Continued consumption of edibles. Definitely to scare the kids. Smaller. <laughs> That's not even funny because we have warnings like that. And now that there's a study, maybe we'll put shrinks <laughs> reduces ball size. Yeah. You know, the only we, thing, though, we can't even stay serious about this, can we? No. It's ridiculous. Sorry. It's ridiculous. What were you saying, Marjorie? I was going to say, I read through this article too. And the only thing I really, well, besides the obvious, I take issue with, if, with is that they don't really say how much of an edible that is they're like they try and replicate what it would how much somebody would take mm -hmm. but what is yeah but that varies so much from person to person well and they didn't even they, they're talking about shrinkage here but they're not giving you any information as far as percentage or, or what was it one percent was it 15 percent? was it 50 percent? article right. doesn't say anything so I, I kind of feel a little bit like this is one of those articles that's going to go ahead and say like, hey, cannabis is bad. Don't take it. This is one of the, yeah. you know, they're trying to do that right now. On this, like were on this the edibles five milligrams? Were they 50 milligrams? Like were they 
eating. Are they a hundred milligrams? Who knows? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, you don't think about the size of the weed and shit, but I'm really thinking, <laughs> whose job is it? Who comes into work every day and With measures the, the size of that fucking ball? <laughs> You have That's to have crazy. a real good relationship with the monkeys. Oh my god! You know what <laughs> I mean. That is somebody's job, though. You know that, right? Yeah, somebody's oh, yeah. job is to go. Make sure you got your goggles on. That's right. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Because I eat RSO every day, and I eat coconut oil infused every day too. So technically, like, I should have no balls, right? But well, maybe I'm that's why your voice is so high pitched. Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> but health, healthy levels of testosterone and happy, healthy testicle size are indicators of reproductive health. Now, I've never yeah. known any stoner to tell me that they had trouble conceiving. And I, I'm, I'm not lying in that. I've never had any stoner tell me that they, they had trouble at all. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, it's just it, it relaxes you so much. It makes it easier, if, if anything. I vaguely um, remember but I don't know if these studies are actually based in anything like stuff saying that people who smoke a lot of weed have like less motile sperm or some bullshit like this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm just remembering that from some like movie that was, I don't know. Or I'm sure it's been said somewhere, you know, yeah, probably propaganda that's been thrown out. We should should figure that out. Volunteer to. (laughs) Okay. uh, There are three quarters (laughs) of the chat checking their balls right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Put the numbers up, get the calipers out and let's see it in chat. I'll I'll put a poll. Put up a poll. Put up a poll. How how big are they this week? And we'll check it next week. (laughs) (laughs) See what happens. Oh my gosh. But anyway, that it's the article can keep going. But yeah, I'm kind of with Marge on this. The article's got a great headline, but not a lot of meat once you get inside of the article. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I mean, I fucking love science. It's a good site. They have some good stories, but they're not really to be trusted as a, a good source of information. You know, well, if, you notice, if you notice at the top two, right under the title, this article has enjoyed zero shares. I didn't even notice that. I just can't get over the balls. You know, I mean, (laughs) there's no way that they would write that in a real scientific paper. They would use testicles Mm -hmm. or scrotum or go ahead or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anything but but that. But balls. Balls. (laughs) 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 Sounds so trailer park boys, doesn't it? Fucking funny. That was a funny article. That was a good find, monkey. But you also got a follow up as well, right? Yes, uh, you know, I've been following this whole uh, medical marijuana thing in Mississippi now ever since the uh, the voters approved it and it got shot down. And last time we came to you and told you that the Senate in, in the Mississippi legislature had passed the bill with an overwhelming majority and, and moved it down to the House of Representatives. It passed the Senate with 46 to 4, and it had to go through the House of Representatives before it could go to the governor. Well, it's now passed the House of Representatives with 103 to 13 vote. And they did change one thing. They went from a maximum monthly limit of 3.5 ounces a month for, to purchase to three ounces a month. So they lowered it a tiny bit, but they did um, not lower it down to the level the governor wanted. They left it at three approximately three grams per day is what they left it at. So oh, anyway, well, now it gets it gets sent to the governor and Governor Tate can either decide to veto it or not, because with these votes that they have in the House and the Senate, this is essentially veto proof at this point. Okay, so it really? looks like the voters of Mississippi are going to have medical marijuana finally. Nice. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, yeah, clap, clap add, add a pause in post, clap, please. Pause. Exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'd say attaboy to the entire uh, House of Representatives and Senate of Mississippi for actually doing what the voters asked them to do. But also, but, fuck uh, you too. What are you fucking putting yeah. limits on this shit for? This, this, <laughs> this is what I was going to say. It's it's great that they're after that they're going to get access and things. But if they're limited to three mo- three three ounces a month, that would only give me three weeks. I understand. And, and yep. you're right. I have I know that there are going to be some medical patients that are going to need more than this. We both know it. Mm-hmm. There's certain situations in, in, in chemo and whatnot that these people need a lot of medicine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we can fully I fully expect to see this in the next year, come back up and say we need to make a few exceptions because, yeah. you know, but the problem is over there in Mississippi, it's just the, sometimes the attitudes are so still reefer madness that they can't see the good uh, for the fear. Yeah, so that, that's, well, a, that's a big Bible Belt state, isn't it? Huge Bible mm. Belt state. Yeah. So said, I'm glad uh, that the residents of Mississippi can get some medicine now, man. Did they say yes. it's just for flour, though, the 3.5 ounces or the three ounces it's going down to? Yeah. It's just for flour. So if you've just got just flour. like a shitload of distillate, then like yeah. three ounces of distillate. Yeah, it's probably flour. equivalent. It's probably not like that. Really? Yeah. Like, for example, here, one... Uh, I have some right here, this hash. It says... One gram of desert haze pressed hash is equal to four grams of dried cannabis. I don't know how they came up with that, but um, I'm sure there's some kind of thing like that. Because, yeah, you're right. If you could just have a, a fucking dragon ball full of distillate. You know then, yeah, you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, most most of the states in, in that I've been to have uh, the, the, the limits are different. It's not going to be like, yeah, you can you can purchase an ounce a day of, like you say, you know, uh, diamonds, diamonds and sauce. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, you'll have yeah. like so many grams a day of that you can produce. Will they even have just, concentrates uh, available? You know, it all depends. Purchase? You know, I, I haven't seen because it's uh, the the law has not actually been approved yet, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. Who would be but, producing it too? Is it government like licensed companies or is it the University of Mississippi because they've well, always been doing it or whatever? I would think that they would use the University of Mississippi at least for its expertise, since it is the uh, United States federal government marijuana uh, producer. Yeah. You know, yeah. So at least they know how to do it. They they may not know how to do what we would call modern marijuana because they're a little bit behind yeah. the times with the strains and the techniques and everything. But they at least know how to grow weed. You know, so. And then there was something else that, that got dropped over on on the forum. And this is crazy. Uh, one uh, one of the. Uh, I forget who it was, but anyway, uh, there's a senator in Illinois who wants to cap THC content on weed at 10% and 15% on concentrate. What the fuck? Is 15% even concentrate? No. No. You have to dilute it so much. (laughs) That's Quebec. That's Quebec, man. They they have a cap of 35% on all products. So there can be nothing in Quebec. Yep. Go on their website, the Quebec, whatever the fuck it is. I was doing some market research uh, for various reasons the other day and um there isn't a fucking product there's no concentrates their hash is it's diluted hash almost it's it's um mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's, it's mixed with other things it's ash are, <laughs> yeah. well yeah it's it's keef mixed with stuff to make it under 35 percent oh so my they, god Oh, yeah. of or some of it, not oh, all of it, but some of it. with it, is. man. Why don't they listen? Stop fucking with it. Just it's reefer madness, wow. Matthew. These people, you know, right now, one of the things that you're seeing going around a lot of places is is this phobia of high THC. You know, it's going to make you crazy. It's going to make you go insane. All that stuff. 
So, I mean, we know that we've got people out there that have been dabbing for years and have not gone insane or schizophrenic or anything like that. But yeah. right now, that's the fear. we got to get rid of this high THC. Yeah. I have some news from Europe, and it's the um, kind of news that has been floating about by a lot of governments asking, what about the children? What if about the children, GB? Yeah. Children. If, if legalization... <laughs> comes in they're saying it's gonna just turn all of the kids into all a big bunch of stoners and the world is doomed that's what they say but apparently the researchers in sweden have published results of a study setting out to determine the changes of cannabis laws will lead to the increase in recreational use in adults and young adults in they done a a, a study between um, young adults between the ages of 15 and 34 to see if, basically, as I said, if legalization came about, would it increase? Um, there's, they reckon approximately 90 million people in Europe alone have used cannabis at least once in their life. And nearly one in 10 young people report using it once a month. Or you re, re, uh, report using it monthly. No. no. Um, and then there has always, as we said, the critics have all been fucking concerned about allowing free and legal access because of the the attraction to the young teens and the adults. Um, and with a swathe of uh, countries in Europe, like Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, Spain, Malta, Italy, the UK, the Czech Republic, Estonia, a few others, um, even including in Ireland, because we are in the, in the changes over here ourselves. But they're saying, will it cause more social harm um, with the cannabis, but apparently it doesn't. It is shown Same that thing there, here. yeah, it is shown mm -hmm. it's the Department of Global Public Health at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm analyzed data from several U European countries, and then um, the data was self reported rates of cannabis use from 15 to 24 from 11 countries mm -hmm. from 94 to 2017. And it basically shows that there has been a decrease in use amongst uh amongst well, there's uh, been the saying shit like this for a long time because, uh, in the netherlands isn't it like mm -hmm. the netherlands it's been decriminalized and it's been ahead of everybody else for a long time way before anywhere in the usa was uh legalizing and they have they have always had low teenage use even though it's easy to get Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's not so exciting anymore. Exactly. Because no, that's what it is. It, teenagers like to rebel, like to mm -hmm. rebel against the authority figures. And smoking weed is a nice way to do it. You know, it's not going to send you too fucking crazy because when you know the truth, of course. Yeah. And it's not going to fucking make you sick. It's not going to kill you. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, how many, how many fucking kids do we see in A&E, you know, getting their stomach pumps mm -hmm. at the weekend? You know, during the week. Why? Because they fucking drank a bottle of vodka, you know, yeah. and not even a big bottle. It could be just a nagging. Why? And why is it affecting them as much? Because they're fucking so small. They're not able to fucking take it. But if mm -hmm. they were to sit down and smoke a 50 bike, you know, <laughs> smoke, a, smoke a fucking a 25 bike, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They might have a bit of a greenie. They might get sick. We call that's it a whitey here in the UK. It's a whitey. Yeah, you see, there's two people forms. go pale and shit. And yeah, there's up. a greenie and then there's a whitey. Right. The whitey is the, the greenie is just the four stages of it where you're kind of, oh, 
but you can <laughs> you can pull yourself back from it. A white is a full on where you're getting the sweats and you're white yeah. and pale and you're spinning yeah. and you're sick. And it's, uh, you know, pr- pr- hap- praying to God in the porcelain phone. Yeah, it happens yeah. when you mix it with fucking neat alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I find. Don't go. It goes well with whiskey, but not with vodka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mix them two together and they seriously mm-hmm. fuck you up. So this is this is um, good news, I think, because the countries in Europe have all been looking for a study and they've been saying that the studies that come out of America and fucking Canada and the likes of this, well, they're not good enough. You know what's going to happen with this study? It's going to be swept under the fucking carpet, man. I say quite possible, but maybe not because there is so much, there, there is so many um, countries and things that are in the throes of legalization. And these are big questions that are being asked in a lot of these places. And they haven't had the European evidence to tour it around to go, oh, well, here's a study that has been done. The show, no, it's not going to fucking ruin us. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, it's, it might not be anything much, but it could, it's just, it's another chink in the, not in the armor. It's another arrow, you know, in the fucking, in the basket against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Let's just hope that they pay attention to it. But it, it's another one of these that have been out for a long time. The teen use is much lower in places where it's legalized than grandpa uses it as medicine. You know, <laughs> it makes a big difference. For various reasons, but yeah, people mm-hmm. just like, it's kind of boring, you mm-hmm. know? And then the kids these days, you know, back in my day, fucking sitting on the couch playing Mortal Kombat, watching like fucking... Aqua Teen Hunger Force and shit. I don't know what kids do these days, but I don't think it's that. They know? get their serotonin and dopamine from TikTok, mate. They don't need exactly. weed. Yeah. I mean, maybe weed doesn't... Yeah, just exactly. It doesn't appeal to that, like, lifestyle or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I think there. people are a lot more health-conscious nowadays than they used to be. You know, smoking was cool, but now staying healthy and going yeah. to the gym and, True. and all that kind True. of shit is cool. So, I don't know. I'm not a kid anymore, so I can't yeah. try and understand what the world is like for them. But I'll be watching a lot of uh, going quick random tangent there. I've been watching some of the old school horror movies like the Amityville Horror and uh, Poltergeist. Remember these from like early '80s and shit? Mm-hmm. They were scary back in the day. They're so tame now. But Amityville yeah. was terrible back in the day. Yeah. Well, Shine- The Shining was bad back in the day. Mm. But- it's nothing. It's tame compared to. But specifically that. in Poltergeist, because there's kids there, and and that's like in the early '80s. That's my era, and seeing all these '80s toys, man, it gave me so much nostalgia. Seeing that the robot that they had that crawls across the floor, and it's like that's when things were good. That was just about the right amount of technology, and then we started to get a little bit too much, man. And I think we have too much technology, but it's not even necessarily technology. It's social media. That is poisoning the fucking world. I think that's a major part. We know it's not using the internet properly. That internet, that echo chamber thing again, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not a good thing. Got a bit nostalgic there when I was watching all them, them kids' toys that they all had. It's like when <laughs> TG's got his video on, he's got his teenage new, mutant ninja turtles in the background and shit. It's like, it's down. 1990, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Good yeah. times, man. Good times. Remember? Remember? Remember that? Remember good times? <laughs> uh, right, so I, I've got a new story here as well. Hemel Hempstead MPs call on Prime Minister to end medical cannabis bureaucratic nightmare. Uh, and it's specifically Sir Mike Penning. You've seen this guy all over your social media, probably if you've got a, a cannabis-related social media. You would have seen this on the social media this week. 
But uh, the MP from Hemel Hampstead has called on the Prime Minister to take action to enable children who have been prescribed medical cannabis to get their prescription paid for by the NHS. Simple as that. And that's what we've been asking for such a long time. But not specifically us, but these parents who have got children who use cannabis as medicine. We've had many of them on the show. I think uh, Hannah Deacon is one person, well, you know, uh, her son, Alfie. He's one of the few people who do get cannabis on the NHS and it's paid for. But these other moms like uh, Joanne Griffiths and Rachel Rankmore, who came on the other day. Right. They all still have to pay for the, the medicine themselves, which in the UK, we have social health care here. And it might not be the fastest system in the world, but it's a good system and people can get medicine when they need it. But these guys are pretty much having to pay for it privately as if they had insurers or some shit. So it comes out of their pocket and it's thousands every month, thousands. And people don't earn that money here in the UK anymore. Things are fucked up here, man. People don't earn good money anymore. And it's shocking that they they can afford to do it. They have to do lots of fundraisers to make sure that they, they get the money every month to pay for this medicine. It's absolutely shocking. But, yeah, yeah, and it's it's a life-changing medicine for them. Mm. But this... Uh, that's pretty inexpensive to produce. It's crazy mm-hmm. that they have to pay this much money for it. Uh, this MP here, uh, what was his name? Again, I scroll up so I can see his name. Mike Penning was his name. He's finally calling on the Prime Minister to, to do something about this. And it's a slow system, so you can't really say no to this any longer. It has to do something about it. But hopefully it'll get sorted because we've got Jim Finch as well. Jim Finch recently has had his... uh, Did he have his license taken off him or have they just increased the price of the medicine now in the UK to where it's not affordable to him anymore? I think that... changed his... um, The medicine that worked for him, as far as I know, they took it off the... The program i thought it was yeah because i spoke to him on facebook briefly and i asked him about it you know and he said uh they've changed the license or changed the price or something so now he can't mm. afford it anymore his last prescription is this month it's running out soon and then he's back to the illicit mm, fucking stupidness man it's absolutely ridiculous and you can see it's it's evident from um from jim how fucking beneficial cannabis is to him like mm-hmm. you know it's 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 different for somebody from some of the other stories because the other ones are kids, you know, mm. and they're not able to tell us or show what they can show us, you know, by seeing it. But to, to be able to explain it to you, it, it's, it comes an awful lot. It's harder to listen to sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when it's coming from somebody directly that they're speaking it straight from them because... Yeah, yeah. Well, people sympathise with the, mm. the kids more, except for UGB. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never live that one. Never, mate. Really. Never let you know. GB the child killer. <laughs> Savage, man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, man. I nearly had to choke and I fucking. <laughs> oh, man. But, but, you know, people, they sympathize more with the kids. So when, when they see kids who could be made better by the medicine, they're more willing to donate. And Rachel said that she has this problem with uh, Bailey because Bailey's like 20 years old now. So it, it was much easier when she was doing these fundraisers when he was a kid and people were looking at a child. But now he's older and he's 20 years old, so they're looking at a young man now. And they don't sympathise so much with that anymore. So it's harder for her to raise the money. So if anybody can head over to Rachel Rankmore's Facebook page and find out her PayPal details and donate to them to help them out to buy this medicine, then that will be massively appreciated on 
behalf of the high and homegrown purses crew. That would be super cool. I know many of you have already done it and they've, they've raised over £100 so far this month. So that, that's some good news. Hopefully they'll be able to get there and get the amount they need. It's just stupid that they have to do this every month, man. It's, it must be so much pressure on them. It's absolutely disgusting. But hopefully times are changing. Yes, someone called someone called you a YouTuber, did they, TG? You were a YouTuber you. now? Yeah, I got a message from Instagram when, I don't know, this was a few months back, and he's like, yeah, you're one of my favorite YouTubers. I'm like, I'm a fucking YouTuber? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I just make videos. It's just like I'm not a breeder, but I make seeds, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. I'm not a YouTuber. Fuck, fuck YouTube. They keep restricting all my videos, so Yeah, fuck it's them. a fucking pain Better in the ass, isn't it, mate? Pain in the ass, man. Mm-hmm. It's just one of them things we have to deal with as, for, for now. I wonder if it will ever change. Well, maybe Amazon is behind it now, so maybe you know federal legalization is closer than we think. Yeah, when I saw that though, she's well, Amazon getting involved. Yeah, I mean, come on, you know, you know, it's all about money there. I mean, and because Amazon's getting involved, Tej is right; it's probably got a better chance of happening now because of the financial pressure and things. Mm-hmm. But no, I really don't want to see big weed in this country. I'd rather see it stay on a craft craft basis and keep Amazon out of out of the weed. Business. Even if it even mm-hmm. if it's big weed that gets it started and the ball rolling, that's cool, man. Because the stoners will go back to the mom and pop stores. They'll go to the craft markets eventually. That's the way it always goes. Well, that's what we've seen so far. That's what well, people the like connoisseurs to do. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't think people yeah. will want prime weed? Sorry, sorry, Marge. You don't think people will want prime weed? Yeah, but they won't Amazon get that from. Uh, oh, yeah, that's know, a good point. Fucking hell, yeah. Just like I get it delivered, and you know. Yeah, well, I mean, when your Amazon man said it's fifteen minutes around the corner, he is actually fifteen minutes around the corner. Right. Well, think about these air deliveries. If 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 I don't know how this is that that's kind of a strange thing. I was thinking about the whole thing. We well, you know, Amazon in, in the United States can't do drone deliveries everywhere. It's restrictions and things like that, and all kind of problems. But if they could. Could you still deliver weed by drone because anybody could pick it up, right? Hmm. That is true, but I'm sure if anybody can figure it out, it's just Be- Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah, he'll probably come up with some kind of AI on the Hasn't drone he given or something up now? like that. Is he retired now? Is he? Yeah, I think he's definitely stepping stepping away from being CEO of Amazon. Yeah, he's gonna be gonna move to space. He's or partying something. now. Haven't you seen the pictures? He's got all these like fucking Austin Powers looking shirts on and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's got himself a new missus as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good he's on him. He's a billionaire. Rich. Yeah, I'd probably spend some money powerful. too. For sure. So we have one more news story from you as well, don't we, TG? Yeah. Some bad news. It is bad. Well, it is bad news, yeah, I will say. Potentially. It, it, um, yeah, it depends on if you're in the industry or not, or maybe even if you're not. Um, we spoke about this when we chatted with Jordan and Wolfman the other day. Um, Jordan brought it up, actually, the, the hops latent viroid, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. the stunting disease. Um, this headline of this, this is from stratcan.com. Um, hops latent viroid continues to infect cannabis across Canada. And, um, yeah, basically the article goes on to say, it kind of gives you a little background. The, it was first identified in California in 2017 and then kind of worked its way up the West Coast into BC. And it was noticed in BC a couple of years ago, I think now. And uh, there's a, a lab here in Canada called ANL Labs that actually can test for this, this viroid and has been doing testing. And uh, Brian Coots, who's a strategy and business development manager there, says it, in his opinion, at least 
as many as 40% of licensed growers in Canada are now dealing or have, have had or are currently dealing with the hops latent viroid, um, which is horrific because, you know, I, we've gone on about how difficult this industry is even to do well in, even if you have everything going for you. Right. So not only is the regulations fucking you, but now like 40% of people apparently are having to deal with this stunting. And what I mean by stunting is like, it, uh, it's pretty awful because it'll uh, reduce the size of your plants. It uh, gives you malformed chlorotic leaves that don't it's really function shit, properly. Man. It's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Diminishes your cannabinoid and terpene content, which is kind of the main thing because this industry is driven by high THC. And if you as a company can only produce 10% or whatever because all your shit's fucking got this thyroid, and you're fucked, right? Damn. And it's, you know, as Jordan said, really easy to transmit through, you know, uh, contaminated cuttings, uh, tools and stuff, but even just bringing it in because these producers, when you get your license, you have a one-time opportunity to bring as many genetics in as you can from any source. Mm-hmm. Kind of Health Canada basically looks the other way because you need something, right, to start. Um, and a lot of these guys, they, they try and get as much as they can from everywhere to have a big genetic library to draw from once they actually get their shit together and they're buying all these, these clones and stuff from people. And yeah, just the one guy here, he talks about, he had to destroy his entire fucking grow and his entire genetic library. His name is Benjamin Padovani from trees botanicals. Is there a micro grower growery in Ontario? I believe micro cultivator but yeah he had to destroy all his plants clones in veg rooms flower rooms as well as his mother plants and his entire genetic library like holy fuck that's devastating i'm sure you motherfuckers have it over there too <laughs> have know? to really and it? it's got to spread I mean, this is uh one of the things we'll cover in the grow guide section as well about cuttings like being very careful yeah, yeah. where you get shit from man there's yeah, diseases segue, spread yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure but yeah i mean that that's one of the notes I actually wrote to segue into the grow guide is like you have to be able to source your cl- but even in this case you know you might have a healthy looking clone and then you grow it out and it's a piece of shit so mm-hmm. at this point if you're a licensed grower or whatever that has all this money invested it's, it's almost probably good to get all your genetics tested you know I'm not selling any anything from these labs but like if I was doing this yeah I'd probably like go ahead and do that because mm-hmm fuck you know all that picture work there in the video right now it shows a healthy one versus an infected one oh nice if you look on the uh is it in the article there yeah look on the yeah look at that right crazy mm. and well, you you're know, concerned yeah you and marge concerned there what are you saying marge are you concerned about this or you you think that you're going to be getting it or what uh i don't think i am personally yeah. <laughs> this is actually the first i've heard about it when i saw this article because it was mm. saying in the article that a lot of people aren't talking about it. This, the one fellow that you mentioned, TG, was saying he was being a little more upfront about it because so many people have been experiencing it or so many LPs, but most of them aren't talking about it. Wow. So it was pretty unknown to me until I read this article. I didn't think it was so prevalent, you know. I mean, yeah. and ANL, uh, they're they're a pretty reputable lab. I know Can a lot I just of say as well how fucking how much of a stupid name that is. A and L Labs. It's like <laughs> it's so close to anal labs, isn't it? Anal. I mean you could say like anal yeah, labs, yeah. you know, and it yeah, sounds yeah. just about the same. We, we, had choice there. Store. <laughs> we used to have a convenience store in my in Maidstone where I used to live called ANS, which was the same thing. Anus. You know, so, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I am actually a, I'm not worried because I have enough seeds that I've made 
And I, in, in the Twitter thread, when I first saw this, the author, David Brown actually piped in and, and he said that to this to date, there isn't any real evidence that it can be transferred when you make seeds, even from an infected plant. So right. I, I can't deny or confirm that, but mm -hmm. I'm going to err on the side of it doesn't. So in my mind, my seeds are okay. Yeah, but I do trade clones with people, you know, and I have had some plants that just have looked fucked and I couldn't solve the problem. I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on and I just mm. get rid of them. And they did have some of these characteristics. So yeah, I don't know. Just be careful and yeah, just be, careful. be clean, be, be really clean too, yes. as we always say. For Especially in Canada right now, be, be very cautiously, you know, don't take that risk. We've cut ins, just try not to take that risk at all, man. Just grow from seed for a while. Take your own cuttings only. It's good in a way because there isn't very many um, places in Canada that you can legally get clones from. There are a few, but you know, there you have to really know. I guess they're not just like Tweed or whatever. Everybody knows Tweed, right? Or Canopy or Aurora. You can't just go to the Aurora store and buy Tweed or buy clones. You have to be medical. You have to have your grow license. You have to, et cetera, et cetera, for most of them. And but yeah, for in those cases, I probably would be like, is this virus free? Can you prove it? If not see you later sort of yeah, thing yeah for sure man um but yeah some bullshit stay safe out there everybody damn so that's some good news man we have some good, good news sections there i mean that <laughs> that monkey gonads one this is a bit fucking epic you know what i mean i had to do that one when i saw it it's like yeah okay <laughs> let's talk about the size of monkey balls for about 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> It's always a good laugh, but it was, I don't know, it was also a, a good counterpoint, you know, a good thing about cannabis and then a, theoretically a bad thing. So mm. well, we, we did have a, there was another news story that I was going to cover, but decided not to out of the UK about a guy called Liam Lewis from Scotland, who's a legal medical user of cannabis and goes out and pays the government and all those fucking wankers money, actual real sterling pounds to them for his cannabis legally had his cannabis stolen from him by the fucking coppers, the cheeky bastards. And he's been suffering with depression, you know, because he, he uses it for many different medical reasons. And I, I was going to report on this and give you all the download on that shit. We're actually having him for an interview this week. So I managed to get in contact with him. Oh, nice. And so we're going to actually get the, the story from the horse's mouth rather than the daily fucking fail and shit like that. <laughs> Good deal. So we're going to get that interview out sometime this week. That'll be a, it's going to be a good one, man. Looking forward to speaking to the guy. So we're also, we're going to have, uh, there is something which we don't talk about on the show anymore. We have discussed it. We won't bring it up, but you know, we were going to have Dr. Bonnie Goldstein come on the show and talk about that, but we don't talk about that anymore. But recently she's, uh, I think she's bringing out a new book about cannabis and autism in children. Oh. Uh, so luckily for us, she's going to come and speak to us this week as well. So that's another nice. interview that we've got coming up this week so that's super cool man we've got two interviews on tuesday we have one with um karen gray tomorrow murray gray's mom that's going to be tomorrow we've got lots of interviews this week if you're a patron there will be a couple of links up for for some of these interviews and so if you want to watch those there'll be links in the patreon section if you're a patron go go over to there and you'll be able to find the links so you'll be able to join us live for these interviews uh also there's the the interview which we had on wednesday uh, with the author of Walter the Wizard and the Magic Seed, uh, Alison Littlefair is her name. Uh, she has sent me a signed copy of Walter the Wizard and the Magic Seed that you can all win. 
and that competition will open up tomorrow on our Instagram because we're, we're going to use that to get more likes over to her Instagram page. So if you want to be in for a chance of winning a signed copy of that book, then just enter that competition tomorrow. She's going to case of, you know, like our page, like her page, share the post, one of those, and then you get a chance to win. And we'll, I know we'll run it for a couple of weeks and then just pick randomly a name from whoever shared it and somebody will win a signed copy. Nice. Super cool. So um, because we're so busy this week with all the different interviews we'll be doing and things like that, and we've been doing sessions every Friday for a long time, for a while now, it seems, uh, there'll be no session on Friday. We're going to take the day off and we're going to go out to the cinema or something or go take our wives out or husbands out for a meal and just enjoy some family time on a Friday for a change. And I hope you guys can all do that as well. Go out and do something nice on that Friday. But we'll be back on the following Friday to do more sessions. Uh, also on Wednesday... Also, if you're Patreon, on Wednesday evening, we have the uh, the, Don't look up. the Don't Look Up session where we're all going to get a chance to sit down and watch the movie Don't Look Up together. And then after then, we're going to freely talk about it. We'll, we will offer spoiler alerts before we do talk about it. But we do want to talk about that movie because it seems like a it's a good thing for us all to talk about. So that will be coming on Wednesday. If you're Patreon, look out for those links as well. But that's about it, I think. That's uh, the whole lot of the cannabis news and events. So there we go, everybody. That's this week's Cannabis News. Again, if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash high on homegrown. You can find us there. And this is where we do all of our live streams. On Wednesday this week, we have a special movie club for the for patrons where we're going to watch the movie Don't Look Up, which has come out recently, which we thought was pretty good. So we're going to watch it as the group. There's also some cool interviews coming up this week. We've got one with Dr. Bonnie Goldstein, that will be happening on Thursday. If you're a patron, there'll be a link for that so you can watch that with us live as well. Uh, and if you're not a patron already, no pressure. We don't want to force anybody to sign up. But if you can sign up and become a patron, that would be sweet. You just have to go to patreon.com slash Percy's Room and you, you can become a patron there for as little as 420 a month. And that would be massively appreciated. But for now, just download the episode, leave a review, share it with friends, share it on social networks, and that would massively be appreciated. That's all you have to do to really support us. Just thank you already for downloading the show. That's already a massive amount of support. And we hope to catch you on Wednesday for the interview with Martin. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>